Welcome back to that One Guys podcast, and today we will be talking about chapter 10 to 18 of Falling Leaves. Yi gets diabetes and is put on a strict diet. This causes him to think about fear and death, and many things that are worse than death itself. Eventually, though, he dies of complications with diabetes on March 27, 1952. Adeline, after getting sick with pneumonia, you get it, comes to the realization that she doesn't need to force herself onto her parents when she has loyal friends. But she then gets her first on a playwriting competition, is put on newspapers, and her fame continues to spread and eventually reaches her father, who, as always, feels proud about this. Adeline then asks if she can go to New England, but she forgot to plan about what she will do there, but her father, as always, chooses for her and decides that she will study medical stuff and decides that she will go for an education in the medical field in England. Then Franklin, the spoiled child, and apparently the only one loved by Nyang, got a dangerous virus from eating unwashed strawberries. After being in the hospital, Franklin dies, and Nyong, being her usual self, never got over this and never turned to her husband and only daughter. On August 1952, Adeline and James sailed to England. Adeline then went into medical school, school and things were going well. Adeline started to get to know one of her instructors more emotionally and felt an affinity to him even though they were from different races. Then came C.S. Tang, who was the president of the Chinese Students' Union. He hated Westerners and did not agree with Westerners dating Chinese. You later find out, after going to China and returning back, he, that he never talked highly about China ever again, and instead wants the best for his children and to live peacefully with his wife. H.H., who once tried to date Adeline, went to China and disappeared. Though this, they, we later find out that he left his comfortable lifestyle to serve his country, and after being imprisoned, he suicided to prevent the outsiders from finding more about China. Later, Adeline leaves Carl after not being accepted by him. Even though she didn't want to, she had to, as she was feeling burdened by him. After returning home, she is bewildered by all that has happened to her hometown. She then abandons her own choices for her father's choices and becomes an intern for his friend to give him faith. Though life was at her new job was terrible, she was discriminated for her own gender and was still doing things for others instead of for herself, all because she wanted to be accepted by her family, forgetting about friends. Even though she does the same work as men, she's getting paid 25% less. But then she meets Martin, who said she was being held behind in this place, and she and Martin tells her to go to America as there are job options. 
She then decides to, but her parents will not support her. After making it to America, she's greeted by Martin and Byron. Byron confesses to Adeline, and Adeline accepts this. She then marries Byron in 1964 and are congratulated by her father and Yang, who give her a $600 check as a wedding present. Though she finds out Byron's job is a waiter and that he isn't that smart. They begin to fight, but even so, Adeline becomes president, pre pregnant, not president, sorry. She becomes pregnant, and her son is born on June 8th, 1966. And today, we will be interviewing Adeline's husband, Byron. Hello. So, I hear that you didn't ha have much of anything when you married Adeline. What are your thoughts at the time that you married? Well, I was happy and scared if she found out, so I tried to hide everything from her. Well, I don't think that was a great idea. Well, what about your relationship with Adeline? Well, things aren't going great, but we have our first child, Roger. Do you have any plans for the future? Yeah. I'm trying to f get a better job for my family and fix my relationship with Adeline. Well, okay. Let's hope that goes well. And this is all we the time we have for this interview. So we're near as we are nearing the end. So, I but before we end, I have a few things I want to say. First, what will happen to Adeline's marriage and will things get better or worse? Second, Life is better for Adeline compared to her childhood. Like, my goodness, there's a huge difference. Though, she is still being discriminated and beat up by other people. Not physically, but mentally. And next week, we will explore the end of Adeline's story. So, thanks for listening to That One Guy's Podcast, and I'll see you next week.